Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble and, you know, took a look at your weather and it looks like most of this tropical weather that's down south is not going to generate a lot of precipitation in Central Virginia. Is that right? I don't think it will. I mean... We've got chances of thunderstorms or like even today, chance that it was going to rain, but um, we just haven't been getting like that all day sort of soaker rain. It's just these massive storms for an hour, which doesn't really help our flows so much. Um, so, well, you know, just typical August in Virginia. Yeah, got it. And, you know, we talked about it. I mean, the water's low, so it's a no-go for trout. Um, you know, the good news, I guess, with the low water, like in the James and other larger uh, rivers, is that the weighting is a little bit more negotiable for folks that don't uh, have a boat. But what are you seeing on the fishing side on the on the rivers? It's still been good. I mean, the smallmouth bite, like you said, uh, you can pretty much wade wherever you want, um, which is really cool. Because that, that's one of the things that we get all these college students that come into town or people that you know, just happen to be traversing through um, that want to fish for smallmouth and, you know, don't know how, where, how to do it. And it's really easy right now because you don't have to have a boat. You don't have to do or commit to an all-day float. Um, you can pretty much just pick a, a boat ramp even and drive there and you can wade around and uh, and fish. And so the, the bite's been pretty decent. Um, it's primarily still been bait fish bite. Um, but, you know, not to limit out doing topwater cicadas or poppers, um, cause that's, that's been heating up too. Um, our, our annual cicadas that we get, um, I've been hearing more of them. So, um, that'll only get better as time goes on into later August and September time frame. So usually, you know, September is a pretty good month for that. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, and I, you know, I'd like to have a little bit more rain, but, um, We'll see. We could we could use some rain, <laughs> but yeah, you know, what can you do? Yeah, so I guess you know the real trick is until the water comes up. You know, if if the cicadas are coming, you know, maybe it's time to get out there on the bright sunny days and fish the shade lines and just fish upstream with the bugs. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the other things I've been telling people, especially people that come to downtown to to wade fish around here, um, there's there's a lot of dead water, um, but. And basically what the dead water is going to be is, you know, water that is anywhere from one to three foot in depth. Uh, there's no structure. There's just basically nothing where you could think a fish could hide there and be there. Um, so pretty much what you're looking for is, like you said, the shade line. Or if you find a spot where there's a bunch of riffled water or structure, uh, maybe a depth change of some kind. So it goes from that three foot to all of a sudden it's a six foot hole. Um, you know, you'll find fish off that. So if you're just wade fishing around and you come to water, it's like that. Then just look for whatever change you see. So if you see a boulder in the middle of the river, fish in front of them, fish behind them. Um, if you see, like I said, riffles, or maybe there's like a low hanging dam, as long as it's, you know, safe to be around that, uh, fish behind that. Um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of options. And it is kind of cool because you can really see the structure of the river uh, for when the water goes up again. And we are doing a bunch of float trips or boat trips or whatever. Um, it is pretty cool because you can learn the river really well and know internally 
I always cut the fish in the middle of this spot. And, oh, that's the reason why there's this enormous down tree, which, you know, you kind of have a sense for that, but, um, you know, just actually seeing the whole thing. Cause our, our water is pretty clear, uh, right now. So you can pretty much see every rock and uh, leaf that floats down the river. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And, you know, we've got a question from Ed and Ed is a frequent question asker on the articulate fly. And he wanted to ask, wanted me to ask you, if you're fishing this weekend and you could only bring three flies, what would you bring? Uh, from order of importance, I would say first and foremost, it's probably going to be a clouser minnow. Um, bait fish have been huge this year. Um, so having some sort of minnow imitation uh, is going to be paramount if you want to just catch fish. Uh, and so basically I would be throwing one that's got like small or medium weighted eyes. So it's not like crazy, crazy heavy, um, but it's enough to kind of get that like one to three foot in the water and you can fish those ledges or just structure pretty well. Um, that's probably the one that I would tie on first just to put a couple fish in the boat. Um, then, you know, if I've caught one or two, the next thing I would do is throw a popper, um, yellow or chartreuse, you know, something like that. Um, either the, you know, the chuck craft, like the Excalibur style, uh, or just your normal Google bug style popper. Um, be throwing one of those, that would be, uh, number two. And then number three is if I, if I can't catch fish on a closer, I can't catch fish on a popper. I'm probably going to throw a tequila, um, or some sort of crayfish pattern. And that, that's for most of the summer, um, that pattern is true. They just change in order of importance. So like if we get these super crazy floods, um, which, you know, so far we haven't, well, not, not, maybe not floods, but if you get these huge downpours that just stir up the water and get it off color, then I'll throw a big flashy tealy or some sort of pattern that's just going to move water and, that fish can know there is something there. Um, so like other substitutes for that is, uh, one of the big game changers. Um, those do well if you're trying to imitate like bait fish pattern in either ultra clear water or I, I throw them sometimes in the muddy water too, um, because they do push water pretty well. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's lots of options, but really three made food groups, smallmouth, fish, bugs, and crayfish. You imitate one of those and, and you'll find fish. Yeah. And I'll back to back up just a little bit on your clouser selection. Uh, do you prefer tractor colors like chartreuse and white or given the clear water, are you trying to go maybe like blue and white, gray and white, something that's a little bit more natural looking? I pretty much they're natural. I mean, it's just one of those things like I just, I feel really comfortable with the natural um, or I throw chartreuse and white. And um, so when I say natural, I mean like olive tones, olive and white tones, um, or maybe olive and tan, or tan and white, something like that, for the ultra clear water. And really what that stemmed from for me was uh, fishing with guys that throw a conventional. They'll throw like those little Kytec swim baits. Um, and a lot of the guys that I was fishing with were using a color called smallmouth magic. And, uh, so, and I saw how many fish they caught with that little thing. So I just basically <laughs> said that color works really well. I'm going to imitate that with a fly. Uh, and that's, you know, that's been working just fine for me, which is, it's basically an olive white sort of color with, um, that's got a little bit of sparkle to it a little bit, but, um, a lot of the flies I'll either throw like one or two strands of crystal flash, um, or nothing at all. Um, but that, those are ones that I just personally tie. 
that being said, if you go out there with a chartreuse and white clouser, you're going to catch fish. Um, that, that pattern does great with the chartreuse over white. Um, I just like throwing natural. And it, honestly, it's probably because I'm annoying and I want to throw something slightly different than, you know, what I used to always throw. So I'm, I'm always kind of changing and evolving my opinions on these things as I keep fishing, which I guess is a good thing. But um, two years ago, I would say, you know, chartreuse and white, that's all I throw. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. now I, I've changed them. Much more nuanced approach, as we like to say in the business. Yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. Us, us fly fishing people are finicky people. Yeah, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or shoot them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag. And we want to even a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And Ethan, before I let you hop, why don't you let folks uh, know, you know, where the shop's located, hours, and where they can find you and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so we're located in downtown Lynchburg, Virginia. So we're right by the James. Um, basically, shop hours, you know, we're here Monday through Saturday. Um, but we answer phones or Instagram messages or whatever. Um, every, every second that we can. Uh, and then, you know, if you're trying to get in touch with us that way, like I said, Instagram is a great way. Um, Tales Hellers VA is our name. You give us a follow and you'll see you know, what we're up to. Um, shoot us a message whenever there. Uh, email works great. Phone works great. Um, and you can find all that stuff on our website, which is Tales VA. So we ship stuff out. Um, we do it for free. And pretty much everything that you see on our website, we have in the store. Um, and we probably have a little bit more in the store than some website, but... For the most part, you know, that kind of gives you a gauge of what products we carry, um, flies we have, that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that should help you out. Yeah, there you go. And listen, folks, you owe it to yourself uh, with this low water, particularly if you don't have a boat. Get out there and uh, wade and catch yourself a few smallmouth. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. Tight lines.